Pickaxe. Extended Rest for the month of June is brought to you today by the lovely folks who support us on Patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. We're always working on a multitude of stuff for you guys, extra content for helping us support the show and keep our lights on, pay bills and all that. We can't thank you enough. Each and every month, you help us do what we do and entertain you guys. So visit Patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R for more details. because <laughs> <No. laughs> it almost sounds like you were gonna cry that's the only reason oh no i was just thinking how annoyed i am right now that i fell asleep oh you're fine no you're it's fine. not because of you so don't think you're special but oh, oh wow. <laughs> wow wow hold on i'm marking something down for our next session no it's good i'm, I'm amping myself up i gotta get a little sass to wake me up okay you know? cool <laughs> <laughs> No, we're like cleaning our house because we're gonna have people here this weekend. Okay, we're and two of you pulling. I have to move my car so that my husband can go to work because my car is in front of his car. I was gonna do that before it got dark, and now it's gonna be like really dark. This is a good, a good conversation going right here. Oh yeah, good. Open with that when we're okay. Here we go. Live, yeah. yeah, open with that. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. Now retell that story. Karen. No, uh, that's that's what we're opening with tonight, everybody. That was the most important. No, <laughs> no, and Karen has an amazing story. So I don't want to hype it up too much, but it will blow you away. And the, you know the bet the real great thing about Karen, especially like playing with her, is she's always like yes and and she'll you know she's like really yeah. into that. She's always like ready to jump on something and make it even better. So. Yeah, always sweet and kind too. Never like um, uh, snippy with friends or make yeah, them like feel she's bad. tired. Like she just got up. Right. Just, hey, mm, mm, hey, you nice. guys, back off. Back off the chair. <laughs> That's the my true <laughs> That is enough. <laughs> Hi, everybody out there. We should be live. Um, we'll be starting extended rest in just a few minutes, but we figured we'd give everybody a chance to file in. Uh, the voices you're hearing are it for the evening. James sadly lost... Um, power and then i i think they got power back but the internet won't be on until tomorrow so that's that's it so sadly james can't join us tonight uh but we have karen susan and ian so yeah hello okay wait a second let me let me correct something in chat Bree's like we only just started (laughs) and we're bullying karen karen's a bully and (laughs) i was really i was really mean to jason right before we started (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you've been there it's nope. fine. they're all villains Karen's the hero <laughs> I mean you're not wrong but yeah you're... no I mean <laughs> no one is innocent here <laughs> oh god so fun fact I learned about um, 
paying estimated quarterly taxes as a business I'm so owner. I'm proud of you. I'm not. <laughs> I felt, I've never felt more like a toddler than having someone from the IRS explain to me what the, the estimated court. I, here's the thing. Jason. Not, yeah. Uh, Bree said she doesn't think you're getting, they're getting your audio. Oh no. Uh oh. Why not? You should. They, they, I, I, the OBS is picking me up, which it looked like it was before, but for some reason it ditched, like it didn't recognize the Yeti, basically. Well, you I exist. Uh, you. I exist. Yay. Yay. Now, back to this Yay. Karen being a bully. <laughs> Let it go. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just praised you on your IRS. Win. Thank you. Yes. And I, I, that's, that's so, okay. Anybody who didn't get to hear me when we were, when we were doing that, I <laughs> learned how to file estimated quarterly taxes and all kinds of stuff. And I, I, I technically a business owner and I know Dick, like I am the most clueless toddler of a man. Cause I always just filled out like a 1040 form with a W2 end of list. I had one job per year and <laughs> filed it. You can't do that as a business owner because there's more to it and it's dumb. I'm not going to lie. I heard you talking about like some recording you were doing with Bree and you were talking about how you were talking to the IRS and I low-key was like, oh god did I get them audited? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. And, so I'm and- so glad that it was a positive thing rather than me <laughs> shooting myself. <laughs> No, and Karen is a sweetheart, by the way, who helps both me and Bree with our taxes each year. Because, again, I we don't know what we're doing. Like this, like <laughs> I know. Do you just show up to the post office with like a bag of money, and you're like, ah, here, <laughs> everything except the bag of money part, because that's the thing. Like, what what was happening was at the end of the year, the, the IRS said, okay. Here's the thing you owe us. And then I, I would pay that off throughout the year. That's not a good way to do it. So it was just, it was. And it was I, a- I literally every year, I'm like, you guys should like set some money aside. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, that's not how this works, Karen. I'm like, but it's kind of. No, that's the thing. You're right. And that's how it should work. And then we have months like May and June where it's like, yeah. unemployment, the car blows up and you lost your insurance and all this stuff. It's like, how are we supposed to? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, it's really tough. Print money. That's how you you just oh, print. Oh yeah. It. Oh, okay. To me too. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ian, I like your the the cut of your jib. Let's mm-hmm. let's make this happen. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> get let's collab. get something going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not an admission of guilt, by the way. No. No. This is a hypothetical. <laughs> if we did it. Um, <laughs> and how we're going to do it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys in the chat, this is between us and you. I expect you to keep it low key, uh, <laughs> but we're going to print our own money and, uh, <laughs> and we'll give you some and we'll give you a little <laughs> first things first. To keep who's you good silent. at art? <laughs> yeah, it's the hash money. <laughs> guys welcome to extended rest for the month of june uh my name is jason i'm usually the dun- ma- dungeon master dumb master i i keep saying that <laughs> uh freudian slip uh good god with me this month is karen hi uh and susan hello and ian hi 
Uh, and I hear laughter from the next room. And why is she laughing? Because of the dumb master thing, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive. Uh, this month, we're going to be talking about episodes 36, 37, and 38 from Arc 2. Get ready, because it's a lot of Group B. Uh, you may notice that there's no Group C uh, on tonight's mm-hmm. panel. Uh, and there's a reason for that. They had a tough month, so wish Group C well. And, uh... Uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna move on. Let's talk about episode 36, Pack Mentality. Um, group B are faced with a tough choice and run into a deadly threat. When I said get ready for a lot of group B, we're, it's, it's a tough extended rest. Because most of group B this month was infighting within the party. <laughs> <laughs> I how how would you guys describe it? I think that's you, you, you know what I think about is um that the very end of Civil War when they're like you didn't you didn't break up the Avengers you didn't do it and that guy's in prison and he's like but didn't I <laughs> and it like yeah. does a montage of like everyone just being introspective like that's what I think that that's what I feel like is going to come out at the end of this you know do you feel like that's going to cause a bigger rift down the line? Like the seeds have been planted for that? I don't know if it'll, mm, I don't know, but I think I, I, I don't know if it'll cause a bigger rift, but what I think is what I think it's like brought for all of those characters is like, everyone kind of has a thing that they haven't really told everyone. And I right. think everyone knows that at least. And that's kind of like, you know, the, the woods is a good metaphor for that because we're all kind of like in this little group in this like scary forest with these like dark things about ourselves that we're just kind of keeping from each other. And now we, you know, now we've, oh my God, you're going to have to go. We've gotten out of the woods, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Officially. I almost, I we'll almost blew it earlier this week, like by spoiling it. So I just wanted to make sure anyway. Yeah. Now that we're out of the woods, like those dark things are still with us, you know? Right. It is interesting because you guys went into the divide kind of as one group. And by the time you got out of the divide, you I mean, you'd already been through a lot, losing an arm and, and you know, everything that happened in Donhurst and all that. But entering, you you had picked up Larg and you, you went through, you found out a lot about Callie and uh, sure. you found out a lot about Tatiana. You found Tamara. Um, and I, I believe a lot, a lot about the party is kind of found out like you guys are both closer in terms of knowing more about each other and kind of further apart in that you have very different ideas on how to handle certain individuals. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out when you guys get to an actual town. Um, but not to jump too far ahead, that much like the last couple of episodes, it kind of centers around Tamara. Uh, I feel like you guys went back and forth and back and forth on what to do. Like, Larg definitely had an idea. Uh, he wanted... He has a very specific sense of justice, I feel, and wanted to take mm-hmm. care of Tamara in a certain way, but wasn't going to go light on her. And I kind of feel like... 
I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I kind of feel like Calden was pretty much siding there. And it, it, it felt like Tatiana and uh, Tatiana and uh, Braylon were a little more erring on the side of caution. Like, maybe she shouldn't make it to a town. Maybe she should just... <laughs> something, an accident should occur. <laughs> and what if she, you know, tripped and you know, uh, busted something... her head or something? That's a nice <laughs> neck. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> know where one of my arrows went <laughs> and and obviously uh, elena and callie had kind of felt a different way am i am i breaking this down correctly i'm trying to i'm trying to summarize four episodes with yeah, <laughs> yeah with this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no i think uh, i mean um uh, for calden you know like he's got this kind of idea about uh, i mean he, he takes his he takes his living from the mountain into traveling and like that's kind of you know, his mentality is like there's something that's going to screw up the pack like you got to cut it out but he's also like he also relies a lot on his words to survive basically because mm-hmm. he because he not he's not a strong boy and you can't go around shooting magic missiles at everyone every time you want to get them to do something for you so like words are like something he does so he's a diplomat and like that's kind of what the way he sees things he kind of like straddles that line so like uh, initially yes it was like let's cut out the sickness let's get rid of it um and then when the group started divide it was like okay well this is tearing us apart like i i need to be the force to bring us back together like how can i do that right Ian, I actually have a question for you because I was thinking about it as I was listening to episode 36. Was it hard for you to like separate like a person, Tamara or Rose at the time from the disease she had? Like you were just like your character was like, she's a monster who's going to destroy everyone. But then she was a person that you also helped save. Um, I think like. I don't think Calden sees her as a, I mean, he sees her as a threat for sure. Um, a potential threat, like a big potential threat. Um, he wants to really help, you know, Theria. And sometimes that means like saving a bunch of people. And sometimes that means like killing one person, you know, like that's kind of his thing. Um, but I don't think he would see Tamara as just a monster because in his sort of backstory, you know, like him being this weirdo with all this weird magic, like people have kind of seen him as a bit of a freak and a weirdo too. So I think he can, like he, he would relate to that. And I think that's the the thing that, that would, that's the one common thread that I think he would feel among them. Like, is she still a danger? Yes. Would he like, if she asked him to kill her or if she uh, like was a threat to the party, would he, take her out absolutely but i think he was trying to like find a some kind of middle ground to save as many people as possible okay i'm done i wasn't in this episode keep going (laughs) that's why you're here there are literally only three people on the panel (laughs) free with okay so i want to get to something hayway said in the chat in just a second but for uh, karen for callie do you find it difficult to speak up when well okay let me ask a question did you feel like you had 
like you were kind of the uh the the squeaky wheel like did you feel like it was tough to kind of speak up when initially the party kind of seemed like oh fuck that let's get rid of her or let's get away from her that kind of thing man um <clears throat> i definitely do or i i'm gonna say i definitely do regret maybe not speaking up a little more in the last couple episodes because I was so vocal during the episode when, um, during the 30th on episode and like, um, cause she was like, Callie was really dead set against what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I feel like, so I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why, I just had a hard time definitely in the last episode that came out this month with like what to say, because I feel like I'm like, sorry. Um, (laughs) I feel like it was like, Callie really didn't know what to do. Like everybody wanted to impose all these rules and regulations and like Callie's just like, it's dealt with. She's not a werewolf anymore. She's going to be better. Like, I don't right. understand why we keep talking about this when we, she, we could just be getting her to her home. So she gets less stressed. And like, so I, I, but I honestly just like me myself didn't know really what to say to right. make other people come around to that point of view. But I mean, we ended Okay. giant question mark uh we we will get to that uh so uh anyway jane in the chat said that tatiana's cruising for a bruising essentially and there's a bunch (laughs) of stuff that i haven't thought about so okay um everything that happened with the pack and ripley which hasn't come to light yet maybe never will in the party uh hard stance taken on tamara um, you know, maybe rightfully so, but just definitely. And then there was an issue of distributing gold within the park. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird because Jamie is such a nice person. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, she wants I... everyone to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I love it. She's playing her character to a fault. Right. Like, that's so good. That's so fucking good. (laughs) And never once have I just gone, fucking Jamie. Like, No! (laughs) I'm just like, okay, yeah, this totally makes sense. (laughs) Jamie's really good at that, too. Like, every time, every game that I've had the pleasure to play with her, like, she does things that I go, what? Like, I... How can you separate yourself? Like, she does that really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Corey, she did that really, really good um, in uh, the uh, Strahd game. And we're just, we're going to be playing another game here. I'm really excited to see what she does with that, too. Because, yeah, she does she does that so well. And I'm always like, I don't know how you would even think of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> or how you would feel comfortable doing that, like knowing that you're part yeah. of a group. Like. Right. Yeah. I think it's always yeah. a difficult thing. And I, you know, I'm not really a player, but I always imagine that's a difficult thing to start, like, to sow seeds that you know are probably going to dick people over later. Yeah. Y- you know something's going to happen. So it's, yeah. Anyway, 
<clears throat> eventually, and with the gold too. Can we do we can we talk about the meta stuff about that? Sure. Because like it, I know it seems like in that episode she's holding on to the gold, mm-hmm. but later on I, I think it it might be behind the scenes or something. But yeah, it it's behind the, the behind scenes. The scene. yeah. yeah. Okay. So she does let us know like what why she holds the gold and and it's such a great reason because it's the like she she's holding on to it because she doesn't want Tamara to see it basically right um, which I love because it makes so much sense and um, it makes sense for a character to be distrustworthy and and everything like that um, so don't worry if you were like why why is she not sharing. I don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I and it, it's so weird because Tamara never never expressed any interest in gold or treasure or anything like that. Um she was pretty single-minded in what she wanted. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. she ever specifically asked for anything either. Like we were just giving her stuff. Yes. And it's very interesting to see how deep that distrust goes with Tati, <laughs> where it's just like, if there's a chance that she could ask for yeah. anything, just, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, I, I mean, I know for me, like people are after us. So it's like, we have to keep things close to the best, you know, that's, and, and that's, that's where, that's where, I come from, from it. Like I've got a little bell that we procured that I really want to take a look at, but I didn't pull it out the whole time we were in the forest. So I was like, I want Tamara to see I've got this bell. Cause I don't want anyone to know. It doesn't matter if, if she's like, uh, if, if she would be like an agent of that, but like, you know, Gollum gets, uh, gets captured and he gives away where the hobbits are. And like, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but then they find out, you know, like I, I didn't want that, that, I swear like to God, that. Ian, if you summoned a demon, I'll find you. <laughs> I wasn't going to summon a demon. I just didn't want her to see it so that Not she would purposefully. No, but you're talking about playing yeah. with that bell. And I ain't oh. here for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk off screen. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, could you do us all a favor and not play with your bell? Okay. <laughs> I need to play with my bell end, Susan. I need to play you with my bell. Do it in the privacy of like your own company. <laughs> you guys are you guys are together a lot in a group, and you know, yeah, it's hard to keep things private. Sometimes you just gotta whip out that bell and just <laughs> waggle it around. That wasn't a bell sound. That so. was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that not the sound your bell makes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a bell, so... <laughs> okay, I'm done now. <laughs> Anywho, penis. Now, um... <laughs> eventually there's a compromise made. Um, and I believe this was uh, proposed by Lark, that essentially uh, you guys would get to Dern Hollow, which, you know, you were going there anyway. You were going to take Tamara as far as Dern Hollow and turn her over to the authorities there and uh, send forward to Aubrey to have someone pick her up and then she'd be put on trial. And after a while, Tamara's just kind of like, yeah, okay, I don't have a ton of choice here. So I guess I guess that's what we'll do. Uh, meanwhile, Tatiana's still very much not on board with having her travel with the group. Uh, and I think everyone else is kind of just wary, just because it's been such a dangerous trek through the divide so far. Uh, and we kind of see uh, 
we saw what happened with the orcs and how close that came. Mm-hmm. And then finally in this episode, technically this is Braylon's fault. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Uh, but you guys get to see, you get to see it come close again when, uh, the group is attacked by dire wolves that are sort of called to the party when, um, uh, Braylon is kind of investigating the noise and you guys pick up some, some magic activity, which is actually some weapons in this, uh, in this, uh, clearing. There are some wolves munching on either adventures or merchants, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, can we talk about Callie's concussion really quick? <laughs> oh my god! That is part. Uh, that is part of the new crit system, the crit tables that that we're using. I, that was the first time it's ever been implemented in practice. Uh, mm-hmm. How how would you describe it? Because you got the the lowest possible roll, so you only lost one intelligence. But yeah. Callie was whacked on the head pretty damn hard. Man, I... If that hadn't been a one, I don't know what I would have done, because honestly, like, Callie's stat-wise not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> she's not intelligent. Um, but... Well, she's not been book really smart. Bad. Yeah, right? she's not. She's not book smart. She's she's smart. She's just not book yeah. smart. She's wise. I'm wise. Mm-hmm. I'm very wise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that could have dropped me down into negative modifiers, and <laughs> so close. <sighs> Didn't it drop you down to like a ten? Yeah, yeah. But I'm still at zero for right. modifier. Yeah. So like, it didn't hurt me that much. Like my modifier stayed the same. So I'm just like, I can do like a little, like a little thing. I think I'm going to do, I haven't mentioned it yet, but you guys, you guys, I think group B has had the most practice with the five E combat with the crit tables. Well, yes, (laughs) because we're, Getting into fights all the time. Right. You, you guys have just had not. We live in this forest. You, yeah. <laughs> like whether sessions? we want to or not. Like some of the fights we want to get into, but some we're like, we don't want to. We don't want this. Take this back. Right. <laughs> well, that, to that point, you guys have been pretty. Uh, there's a lot of ingenuity. Like you guys basically dodged that fight with the Briar Troll. That could have ended terribly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got out of the fight with the werewolf. That could have ended terribly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are a couple of times where you guys are, you're definitely using your heads. And that's that's good because brute force doesn't always work out. So I'm proud of you guys. But I guess my question would be, based on your luck so far, <laughs> do you feel like there's a combat around does it feel like there's a combat around the corner that maybe you can't get out of so easily do you feel like either your luck is going to change for the better and maybe this this thins out for you for a while or do you feel like fate is nipping at your heels let's say i don't know jason is Considering one of us in this call is fate, <laughs> quote unquote. I, dice rolls play a hand. I mean, I can't, I can't control dice rolls. 
You could plan and call that so. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do that? <laughs> uh, so anyway, you guys do end up beating uh, you, you. You beat these dire wolves, and you are splitting up loot. We kind of talked about that really quickly, uh, but that wraps up this episode, and we're going to pick up with the the whole group B debate over over Tamara because there's a new wrinkle, and we'll get to that in episode thirty eight. But uh, let's pick things up with episode 37 in arc two from the grave part two. This is a group C episode. Obviously no members of group C are, are on the panel this evening. So we're all going to have to speculate for them and, uh, just critique their work, I guess. Okay. So yeah. all about it. let's do it. I got notes ready. Okay, <laughs> uh, what are we doing? Uh, out of 10 or, uh, I was going to do a star system, but yeah, out of 10 is oh, okay. fine. Yeah, I loved these episodes. I loved the characters. I thought that the 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 arc that it went was was very very good. It was stupendous. Uh, two out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> My only critique is the DMing. I feel like there should be something more there. No. <laughs> Did you hear the smile in my voice? I couldn't even say. Yeah, it I. <laughs> That's so one of those that I, I posted, I, <laughs> I posted, uh, I, I posted today like, oh, we hit this many iTunes reviews and that's awesome. And right there in the thing, it's like, oh, over 600 and some of them are, are positive, like five stars and stuff. I only paid attention to the one stars <laughs> that I only looked at because instantly I'm like, okay, what are the most critical? And I need to stop doing that because it's kind of stupid. I'm going to make you a collage of all the five-star reviews so that you can read all the positive things. And then I'm going to make Brie hang it in your office. Don't do that. That way you can never <laughs> not look at it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who uh, <clears throat> who uh, are, are a little lost, didn't remember, uh, Group C is actually in... A, uh, a Vecna tomb, like a lost, uh, uh, dungeon the, devoted to Vecna, which, um, there used to be, uh, you could call them, uh, you know, a little enclave or cult or whatever. And they were completely 100% dedicated to Vecna. There are actually artifacts, uh, uh, dedicated to Vecna that are in this tomb. So group C was kind of spelunking through this dungeon and looking to dodging traps and all that stuff. And at the end of the first part of uh, From the Grave, they were assaulted by mummies. I was so excited for these mummies. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm so like, okay, the, above ground, a lot of the stuff is pretty, not run of the mill, but I mean, it's pretty, you, there's not too many surprises, right? You got, you know, wolves and kobolds and bandits and gnolls and all kinds of stuff, like just standard stuff. Underground. There's terrible, terrible things. Just terrible, and 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 I've never, I've never had the chance to play with mummies. And I thought they they put up a decent fight. Um, uh, uh, Merrick ends up turning undead, which helps out immensely. <laughs> Finally, yes, he was After so excited. Four years. <laughs> it's been eighty-four years. <laughs> have they really not found any undead stuff? Uh, they must have, right? 
That was Group Two's bag. Yeah, Group Two did it a lot. That's both, true. Both we, I mean, we we were fighting. We did all fight that Draco Lich together. That's that would have been a that would have been a good time. Yeah, I don't know if that I don't know if that would have worked against the Draco Lich. I don't know either. Guess we'll never know. Yeah, I guess not. Well, here's the thing, though. I think when you're when you're certain uh, when you're playing a certain role, like cleric, there's that bucket list thing of like, yes. how have I not turned undead yet? Like, geez, actually, it's been... on mine too. Is it? Okay. <laughs> Jason, oh. make it happen. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Donhurst. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow, Group A's got to go through the divide. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll spend 18 million episodes on this first. (laughs) Do you know what would be hilarious? Actually, I'm going to make this happen. This will be hilarious. Group A is going to have to roll one time, and it's like, and you made it to the divide. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was one day, and everything was great, and it's done. And, and then I get punched in the face by Ian at Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my white gloves out. <laughs> uh, so mummies. Uh, mummies uh, are defeated. They are no longer mummies alive. And... <laughs> well, <laughs> That that was a reference for no one, by the way. I got it, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Two out of five stars. <laughs> I don't think you know how this system works, Ian. <laughs> no, one star Yelp for you, Karen. Viewer. One star. <laughs> he's a Yelp viewer. That's how Yelp, Yelp reviews oh, work. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hi, everybody in the stream. By the way, there's a there's a couple of people who have never made it to a DNR stream before. Hi, uh, Maxine. Oh, and, yeah, hey. a bunch of people. Hi. Welcome. Uh, and uh, we'll be taking questions from you guys toward the end if you want to uh, if you want to save those up. Guess what? I <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading Bree in the chat. So <laughs> um. We are almost to a milestone, and I'm almost positive we're going to hit it next month because we're getting ready to launch a second Patreon group, where we'll be taking calls oh. at the end of Extended Rest. Uh, what? Now that number, are you going to give out your number, Jason? Here, let me do it. No. Let me bring uh, it up for no. you. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny guess- because Jason's phone number is also his social security number. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little. <laughs> Not everyone knows that. Yeah, so let me read it off to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please steal my identity. You'll be you'll be making out. <laughs> so, and then you'll get to play, pay quarterly taxes. It'll be so yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so uh I I used to host a live show where we took calls. That could either be a really good thing. Or a terrible thing, and I don't know which it's going to be. It'll be it'll be a live train wreck. Everybody can enjoy. Uh, so yeah, tune in, tune in for that. That was a weird voice to take at the it end. It was. Of that. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I, I approve. Five, uh, six out of six out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so. After the mummies, Group C is navigating this dungeon some more, and I believe they decide to head right and instantly Avalanche takes a dart in the neck. Just instantly. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's right. Did it was that? But didn't it bring him down? Or was mm-hmm. he? Oh, yeah. Or something? Yeah. Yeah. You know and- they they drag him out of the tomb, and I couldn't help but imagining they didn't even flip him over. Like he was just dragged yes. <laughs> up the stairs, just ow, ow, yeah. ow, like his head. Just yeah. <laughs> I mean, Avalon wouldn't have it any other way, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be exactly the way to pull him out. Be like face down, just like ow, ow, with darts all, all sticking out of him. Um, can we talk about Avalon's nom flashback for a second when he wakes up? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what I do you guys think that's all about? about? Right. Like he wakes up and it's, it just freaks out. And I kind of love those beautiful little moments because I feel like Ephany has to step in and just like, okay, he's done this before. Like you get there's there's a sense of uh, there's a sense of history between those two. And like she has seen that in him before at some point. What do you guys think that's about? Well, I, I, I also oh, like that he instantly recognized it, too. He was like, oh, that's Ephany. I'm out of this. Right. Like, that connection, too, was so cool. I like that he, I I think I've talked about it before, but, like, I like that he has those little wild moments that come out, you know? Like, um, he's done a really good job of sort of, like, making this a character that has stepped into Arc 2 as well. You know, like, coming in at the very end of Arc 1. And then, and sort of, like, made us believe that he's... um, suppressed some of these like wilder tendencies even more but then we get to like see it come out uh in these weird ways you know like when they were going through the desert too i think he was doing it a bit like he was being like taciturn and and then all of a sudden he'd have these like weird uh unhinged moments out of nowhere and you'd be like what right and it's i thought that was really cool I i feel like it's a hard balance to strike too because i've how to put this? It's not a split personality thing, but it is definitely balancing a like kind of suppressing those those wilder moments, like you put it. And I've seen I've seen that go poorly. <laughs> you can say it, baby voice. You can say it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's come up on Discord, and I've I've explained it twice, and then I, I feel like new people keep it's like. What was with the baby voice? It's like, I just don't, I don't know. It comes I, up like every week. It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I've seen that played, uh, not, I'm not even going to say poorly. I did, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving on from that. I, I'm, I'm saying that it's disruptive to the group and I don't feel like, uh, Zach playing Avalanche is disruptive to the group. I feel like it's a neat little aside where it's like, that's interesting. Why are you the way you are? And then they move on and you get a little bit more of the puzzle each time. It's not disruptive. It's just adding to that, that, that layered character thing. (laughs) And as a player, like that is so awesome to me. Like that is how would I pull that off without like mess, like pissing everyone off or like ruin, killing everybody, you know, like letting one of my wild moments out and letting, killing everybody in my group, like, you know? Right, right. Zach is awesome, let's just say that. (laughs) And I like, I I mean, I like Jane stepping in and like, really taking, like, she glommed onto that real quick and like, 
kind of knew how to handle that situation. And I, I, I can't remember if we'd seen that interaction before. I don't think we have. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but between uh, two characters, uh, j- just of her, her like picking up on that uh, that character bit. I see, and I don't know. Like, I don't know how much they've talked about their backstory between each other. I assume a little bit, but oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was neat to like see that manifest a little bit and see her like kind of take take pick that up and run with it. Uh, for yeah. her own character as well, so that so it, it's like one of those great things when like some somebody does something and someone can play off of it, and instead of learning something about just one person, we now learn something about two people mm-hmm. and like how they like how how they react to each other. And it's kind of cool because usually when it's Ephany and Avalan reacting to each other, it's Avalan like the, the like the negotiation scene where um, Avalan's trying to barter for something and he's clearly getting it wrong and. Ephany's kind of like, oh, come here, buddy. Like, just like, not pandering, but a little less with the kid gloves. Whereas in this situation, it was very kid gloves where it's like, okay, this is not the time to be smarmy or a smart ass with you. It's, it's, it's like, okay, you're, you're having a tough time, but everything's okay. That type of thing. It's, it's, it's a very different interaction. It's cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so more more traps and stuff getting through this getting <laughs> getting through this place and getting to the end and this is the part i'm going to discuss with you guys a bit cuz i think this is the first time i've ever done this to a party <laughs> and i was waiting for it to go terribly wrong like i was honestly waiting for a big fuck you from from everybody but i didn't get it <laughs> and everybody handled it really well and thank you for yeah uh so they're they're trying to get to the to the end of this place because they think the finger of Vecna, this um, this this sword that is supposedly you know blessed with the, it's a godly weapon blessed with the power of Vecna and all that stuff. Uh, they get to the end, they find this sword case, <clears throat> and they essentially <laughs> grab the case and just leave. It's so I could not have planned this better. <laughs> Bree has a message for you in the chat. Yes, fuck you. Yes, Bree <laughs> tells me to fuck myself every day, though. That's not special. Like, it's not special. But I'm. I thought they were going to check the case in the tomb, and they didn't. And they got all the way outside, and I believe there was something to the effect of like. Wow, I thought that was going to go more poorly. Like, they, they got the case outside and everything, and everyone's... And then they find out that it's empty, and there's a group called the Royals that uh, that just kind of absconded with the with the sword at some point. Um, I guess my question to you guys is, what would your reaction have been if you were in that situation? You you risk your life... We, we very rarely get to do a straight-up dungeon crawl, and that's what this was. Uh, what would your reaction have been in character if that happened to you? Out of character? Fuck you, Jason. What? Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's... In character, why the fuck did we go through this? I don't, that's the other thing. I don't feel like that would be such a, well, I don't know. I feel like half of group A wouldn't give a shit. 
Yeah, like, why would we have gone through this? <laughs> yes. However, Masoka and Donovan would want to do it. Yeah. And maybe... And then, it, and then it would have been bitter. Then it would have been, like, Donovan going, oh, we should have gotten here sooner or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Xavier, if you're going to listen to this later. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, hi. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Sorry, I had a quick mic problem I was trying to take care of. Oh, you're cool. Could you hear us? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> okay. When I ask, yeah. can you hear us? And you're like, what, what, what? That's not... Just, just <laughs> no, say no. <laughs> <laughs> I heard everything perfectly fine. What, what, what are we talking were? about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Essentially, if you went through the trouble of risking your character's life and limb, getting down there, and then finding out the big prize, there they did they did get away with some gold and some artifacts, and it was cool. But the big prize, the big juicy tender steak of the of the excursion, was gone. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, well, I want to drill down into why 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 did you want to do that to a, to a party? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Jason, let's let's dig into that a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I, let's mine that long? vein. Let's mine that. <laughs> okay. So in arc two, I started with the core principle of develop your characters uh, before the world. Like the camera focuses on you guys and things happen in the world as you're moving through. And I felt uh, specifically towards the end of arc one, that the world took precedence over your characters. And, um, I feel like we're just getting to a point in arc two where you guys are meeting uh, with Tamara and, and that this thing with group C and group a, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff getting ready to come up that I, I feel like you're interacting with more PC or NPCs and stuff's kind of happening. And I wanted to give each one of them a different flavor. Now, there's a great point brought up at the end, uh, 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 questioning. It's like, well, when was this done? Uh, which I, I mean, the group hasn't investigated yet, so I'm not going to go into it too much. But oh, when the thing was actually teased yeah, from the yeah, exactly. Like when did this happen? When you mm-hmm. know? Um, but they get into it in their next session. They start digging into that because I think. Oh, they do. Oh, excellent. Yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, and Jasper as a player, I think, had time to think about it. And he was kind of like, man, fuck you. Like, just kind of like, I think <laughs> just a little bit, just a little, you know. Um, but I-, I thought it was a neat way to go with like, you know, in D&D constantly the the it's like you get to the end of the thing, you get the treasure and you leave. I kind of thought it was interesting. to. It's like, well, what if there's a group who just wants to fuck with people? What if they're or wanted to fuck with people? Like what? Like, not only succeed, but be dicks about it, I guess. Because <laughs> think about it from your perspective. You guys go through these dungeons and activate traps and stuff like that. There's got to be some kind of adventuring party that comes after you, finds all these traps triggered and all the loot missing. And they're like, ah, I guess we were too late. There's got to be someone to go after you, right? It's not like you leave signs. It's the it's the campaign after the campaign. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, there you go. That's going to be my <clears throat> next campaign. Oh, at home. stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for that. Good thing they don't <laughs> listen to this. 
<laughs> I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I'll be honest. If that happened in our group, I would be like, "Man, fuck you!" A little bit, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But and I get it, it. It it reminded me of um, it reminded me. There's a quest in uh, and 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 just just that it there there are similar parallels, and not that it's um. Uh, not that it's borrowing or or or, or, or stealing anything, but um, it reminded me of a quest from Skyrim, where basically someone says, "Go get this thing," and when you're playing a video game, you're like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go get this thing," um, and that's not what happened in Group C. But they, you go and get, the, you try and go and get the thing, and there's this big dramatic, you know, stuff comes up out of the floor, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get the thing. It's going to be great." Right. And you open up the thing, and there's a note that's like, "Hey, I've got the thing. If you want." the said thing come and see me and you're like what the hell right but what it does is opens up like another quest for you to do that's related to all this stuff that's going on and i don't know if that's what you had planned but that's certainly what it reminded me of was mm-hmm. oh yeah this could open up into like a something potentially really interesting you, know, you know like a another quest basically or something to like a little breadcrumb to follow. And that's the thing. This was that, that that's kind of my larger point was this was happening no matter what, right? So mm-hmm. whether group C found this place at all or exploited it or or chose to walk away after the first bit of, you know, after mummies, like they're just like fuck this. They could have walked away at any point and never found that and it just would have been in the world. That's the kind of stuff that's like, "Oh, that's fun." Like that's because they chose to do X, Y, and Z, it's going to lead them to a different thing, and it's this whole bit of the world that is kind of uncovered now in the fog of war, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jinxie said, imagine if someone had died and then found the box was empty. <laughs> then I might get punched. <laughs> yeah, then, then the punch yeah. would be coming. <laughs> Oh, or you man. just turn them into a mummy, I guess. <laughs> you got all the tools right there. <laughs> I have a mummy in the party. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the that... smell of that after a while? Yeah. Well, I mean, does it smell any worse than regular adventures after a while? That's a good point. You guys have been that's sweating in the forest for days. Like, I mean, that's got to reek. Your bay has prestidigitation, so we're cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the one spell. Like, I really, I love that spell because it does a whole bunch of fun, like, silly mechanical things. But I was like, well, Calden would never have that spell, so I can't, <laughs> have, I can't have. I don't even think sorcerers can have prestidigitation. Uh, and that wraps up episode thirty-seven. Okay, it's been long enough. Let's get back to Group B. Um, <laughs> good lord. Okay, so. This is the episode uh, we're going to close out on today, and there's more debate. So we're going to – I think we covered it a lot in episode 36, so we're going to kind of glaze over some of this. But essentially, we, <laughs> we open things up. Uh, after splitting the loot up from the wolves, kind of, the team settle in for an evening and try to forget about the tension involving Tamara. Now, there's actually a beautiful moment where – uh, Tatiana starts cooling down a little bit and just kind of has this, uh, just kind of has this attitude. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys are going to do what you're going to do. But she started to cool down a bit. I felt. Mm-hmm. And just about the time she started to cool down and you guys, you guys were relaxing. Uh, Grayson White shows up. 
Um, <clears throat> a human who claims to know Tamara. Tamara knows him. Human, quote unquote. Human. Human. <laughs> um, still a human. Okay. Human. Um, and he wants to. <laughs> he wants to take <laughs> Tamara back to Aubrey. And there's a there's a moment where he's like, "Oh, it's no longer your problem. We got this." And the whole party's like, um, what? <laughs> the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And that's basically where the episode is like, oh, this is what we're doing for the session. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to d- junior debate class. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I got to ask the chat, because you guys have been super patient. What what is it like listening to an episode like this? Do you take a side and then you're rooting for your you're rooting for your fictional debate partner to make some good points? Uh, are you are you yelling at the party to just like why don't you just kill her and him and why don't you just do this or why don't you just let them go? Or it, what is it like listening to an episode like this and having no power over the outcome? You just have to hope it goes your way, I guess. Uh, um. Oh, Susan. <laughs> okay the listener in me was just like let her go then you wouldn't have to worry about it (laughs) but then like i was trying to get in their heads and that's when it got difficult (laughs) well like oh sorry oh no go ahead i'm sorry well valerie put it really really well and it still like rings with me she was like we don't have a map for this like nothing it's all gray and I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good question, Jason. I'm curious to know, yeah, like what listeners think about, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait for chat to pick up, but right. and that's I, a really I, good question, yeah. There have been, uh, there have been episodes like that in the past, and I always kind of wonder, because I, I see debate, like I'll... You know, I'll I'll ask on Twitter or something like that, and there's definitely, um, oh, they should kill her or they should let her go. Like, there's two camps. There's very little in the middle. It's like, wow, I could kind of see where everyone's coming. Everyone usually has an opinion, so I'm I'm always interested. Uh, Bree says, I just get excited for the role play, though, to be honest, I sometimes get really anxious that the PCs are just going to attack the second they decide the NPC is a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see that. See, I don't. I don't see that happening with the current groups for the most part. I don't see that happening. I guess it depends on if if an NPC threw the first punch. I think that's pulled typically... out a dagger. You know. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think that's most. Uh, I th- I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think most people in our group. That's kind of like the consensus is like, unless someone is. It's unless you're a if you're a threat to the party, then you're a threat to the party, and you need to be neutralized. But if you're not, then we'll just wait till you are. You, know? you said that in a really scary way. Yeah, did I? <laughs> oh, oh, ever so slightly. <laughs> that was some real mob I mean, boss type of speak there. Yeah, well, you know, you come out here in the forest, maybe you drown or something. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, trip over a rock. Yeah. Maybe you'll get set on fire on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we maybe we have a half work here and I'll suplex you in the next Thursday. What happens? Points for Thursday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um Pokasonic, I was yelling at Tamara to run. 
Um, Vane Altier, uh, I was, uh, I was just like, why don't you just tell her you will go with her and make sure that they treat her fairly? Maxine, I wanted you guys to take her to Aubrey. <laughs> um, uh, Jinxie, I don't want them to kill her, but also just letting her go seems bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, that that nails it on the head, I think. <laughs> At least for me, like uh, I I didn't want to kill her, but uh, letting her go seemed seemed bad. Uh, Dashik says, "I feel like Group B bailed out a bit on their original stance, and I'd really like to hear what the groups uh, think relative to Merrick being a long-standing party member." That was cited. That that was cited like a precedent, like. Um, it's like, oh, werewolves can be party members. I <laughs> do feel like it's slightly different. So that was a question I had. Uh, Braylon said a bunch of times during the episode that he hasn't met a werewolf, but he met Merrick. Yes. Did we not yeah. know? I, I think, I think we we've knew. talked about that. Yeah, I think we tried to break this down, but I think what it was is at some point at the witch's yes. hut. Yeah. Uh, Merrick says something about werewolf, and I think Alex probably just forgot. Okay. Um, Calden hasn't. Calden wasn't there for that conversation. Yeah, you joined after. Yeah, but I think I, I think it was one of those things that just got lost in the huge data stream that is now the. <laughs> and the knowing DNA Braylon. Stream. Knowing Braylon, he probably just forgot himself. So that's very true. Yeah, I think you could definitely write that off as like <laughs> yeah. the the out of game forgetting be an in game forgetting. Right. Absolutely, you could. Yeah. Well, I again also okay. So Merrick, the 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 whole lycanthropy thing is mentioned, but you could have also just thought Merrick was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I guess yeah. I mean, you never saw any evidence of that i i guess that's a thing where it's like i don't know someone reaches out and it's like and you're cured it's like of what i didn't see anything like it's not like a disease it's not like you could see it it's like oh their their pockmarks are gone or it's it's i don't know i you could reason it away a couple of different ways or there was a lot going on in that scene mm-hmm. and it would have been easy just to like have it slip someone's mind i guess too um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay debate a big debate uh, as Grayson and Tamara are hell-bent on leaving now. And the group is pretty much set on, like, it's like, okay, we had a plan. We're going to take you to Durn Hollow, and then Aubrey's going to come pick you up, and you'll be judged that way. They make a case that, oh, they're not going to judge us fairly. And I would say both sides get more heated, more heated, more heated. Eventually, it's revealed that Grayson's a vampire. Hmm. Things get more heated. <laughs> <laughs> and it damn near breaks out into a fight. I don't know if um, people in the chat mm-hmm. listen to the behind the scenes, but I'm talking. I had the initiative tracker pulled up. I was ready to go. I what? Interesting question, because Karen, you mentioned that you kind of wished you spoke up a little more as Callie. Yeah. Does Grayson, did Grayson throw kind of a monkey wrench in that? Or did that solidify your point more? Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's because like, so uh, 
I think like the whole time this thing, this conversation was happening, I'm just in my brain. I'm going, there's something wrong with this guy. There's something wrong with this guy. And like, I was kind of maybe a little checked out to like what everyone was actually saying because I'm so focused on why is this guy here? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And there were like some times where like, I feel like I could have spoke up a little bit before it broke out into like that almost fight. Cause there Mm -hmm. were some instances where they were talking about like, Oh, well they're just going to make assumptions about us and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but that's what you're literally doing to the whole town. You are making assumptions about them. Like, I feel like those are situations where she probably would have spoken up in and she didn't, but I don't know. I like everything was just like happening so fast. And there were so many emotions and it was so tense. And I'm like, I just want to get out of this fucking forest. (laughs) And I just want Tamara to live her life. (laughs) And I wish, and like Spudwick says, I wish that a fucking insight check would have worked during the entire conversation. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like there were some definite roles that if if they if the outcome were different, I feel like the conversation could have been different. Yeah. Did um, they roll particularly bad though? I don't remember. Not particularly bad. They weren't great roles though. I I I forget the actual numbers, but like Yeah, I don't remember what we Um, I got like a seven. Oh, and yeah, I'm rolling with great. like a plus six. Oh yeah, that's not good. That's <laughs> <laughs> I think um I, I mean, I, I think to to address a comment here that that you know Group B kind of bailed out on their original stance. Um, I, I mean, I I think that's there were some modifiers a, though. Yeah, no, you're right, and I, I think that's a fair I think that's a fair assessment. But the I think the reason was like there felt like there was a binary thing out of the situation. Like we could either fight them or because they were hell bent on not being there. You know, right. like. This Grayson and Tamara, like they straight up watched Calden like pull a move that I mean, they didn't know that he couldn't do that again, but right. like they watched him like pull that move and they were still like, we're going to get out, you know, we're going to try and get out of here. They watched Larg like walk through fire and they were still like, we're going to try and put up a fight that t- I'm assuming. Well, Tamara knew and I'm assuming maybe in their conversation like that Callie had the ability to like turn Tamara back if that if that was their plan. Mm-hmm. So like all of that, it was like and they're still going to like they're still going to try and go like after yeah. that, they're still going to try and go. So like. We could, like that's where well, I mean, it felt like the binary was is like they were either going to fight us or flee from us. Right, and, and imagine being that desperate. That yeah, well, that's the thing is like that's it's it's not what we wanted. Like in terms of bailing out, like we didn't want to fight them, uh, and likely it would have been a very difficult fight anyway because we had just gotten out of uh, right. of a fight. You know, we were down uh, a little bit. Um, you know, we and we didn't want them to just run away because, like it was said before, you know, it, her just leaving would be not great. And I think the reason why it felt like we bailed out is because we didn't get what we wanted. Like Group B, our group didn't get what we wanted out of that situation, which was to take Tamara in and have Aubrey like be able to do like do their civil 
duty, you know, which would likely end up in them being dead. You know, we don't know, but that's what it right. seemed it, like. And that's the thing that would have been <clears throat> that would have been up to the town at a certain point. And yes, yeah. yeah, that that could have went a few different ways. But yeah, and 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 and, and who knows? But the, right. the 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 thing about Group B sort of like bailing is, yeah, we we didn't we didn't get the thing that we were trying to do because it didn't it wasn't happening and you're right there were like modifiers in place like their desperation um you know the 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 dice are always ruling uh, in in whatever ways are going and like so yeah we we uh and and we didn't want to i didn't I, I don't think anyone of us well with the exception of tatiana didn't want to just like straight up murder anyone you know mm-hmm. not at that moment Anyway, and it didn't. I, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I do earlier, like, the, like much earlier, probably right. yes, and uh, you know, called in absolutely, but uh, not at that moment. I do love the speech from Braylon partway. It's like, yeah, we killed a bunch of fucking vampires, and it's like <laughs> that was before you knew he was a vampire, and it's like, oh man, stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, the, and I, I, I think the the standout in in that whole thing was Jameson just like rolling through with Dude, with he, Rarg yeah. and little you know just like letting him letting Larg hang out, uh you know hang his true colors and like you know drawing the parallels of like people thinking he's a monster and like really driving home the idea of his position with Arathis and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like he really came he came alive there and that was really cool to like be a part of it's interesting to see i i feel like larg as a character was divided on his seeming like well he he seemed to have a a like for tamra (laughs) but also kind of that sense of justice the whole we we got to do this for arathas type thing like we can't endanger civilization and that was kind of neat to see that like see it stretched both of those things stretched to the breaking point Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It made him like a full person. It yeah. made Larg be like a person with with depth, you know, and that's uh, that's always nice to see. So, at the end of the day, it does almost come down to blows. And here's the thing: I don't think either side wanted to throw a punch. I think that they were just feeling like caged rats. They wanted to get away. They were feeling desperate. The group was desperate to hold on to them, but there's only so much you can do to, uh, there's only so much you can do when someone doesn't want to be held. Like you actually use a hold person spell at one point, (laughs) which we didn't get into it so much, but you imagine what a gross violation of someone else's body that is? <laughs> like to oh, just God, like yes, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be so horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> just to be frozen like a sta- literally almost frozen like a statue. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that would like I. It didn't come to blows after that, and it didn't come to blows after the intense debate. But eventually, you guys just sort of let him go. You just said, "Okay, just go then." My question to the group and everybody out there in the chat, where do you think Grayson and Tamra go from here? Mm, I mean, the, the, the whole thing is like that whole 
event predicated on like I guess we'll just trust each other not to do the thing that we're going to do. Like we're not going to hunt you down and you're not going to, you're, you're going to stay away from town, but that's like all we had to go on. Mm-hmm. You know, That so. still leaves a lot of room. Yeah. That is a whole forest. <laughs> I have a jokey answer and then I have a meta answer. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Jokey answer. They're going to go to the whirlpool because they got to figure that shit out. Because everyone goes to the whirlpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meta answer. I think Group A is going to run into them. Really? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Because if they're going to leave Aubrey to go somewhere, Group A is on their way to Aubrey last we saw, so... Interesting. I guess. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that that could happen, right? Because because we're Group B's kind of behind. Oh yeah, you guys spent a lot of time in that forest. What's the what's (laughs) the the time? What's the timey wiminess of of all of this? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, You guys aren't we a month ahead? Uh, Group A. uh, They're like three weeks behind. No big deal. It's it. Look, you guys spend a lot. But here's the thing: you're about to hit towns and cities and stuff like that, and time always goes a bit quicker because I imagine you're going to relax and maybe spend some time and stuff like that. So yeah, time flies when you're having a good time in in Dern Hollow. Oh man, (laughs) trust me, there is a good time to be had in Dern Hollow. (laughs) You guys get to go to a town. I am very yes. excited for that. It's been six months since you've been to a town. Oh, no, my. it's been a year. Damn near eight, because I don't count Donhurst. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count that either. <laughs> well, here's my here's my thing. Like, I want to go back to Lockford, so. We're going to have to go back through that divide like, <laughs> pretty soon. So I want everyone, including you, Jason, to gear up because we're going to have to go back. It'll be another eight months. <laughs> Actually, here's the thing. Since you've already done it, I had a couple of ideas to to maybe help speed that along. But we'll see. It all depends on your choices, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can always go south. Uh, that's a well I, I don't want to get into too much Karen but uh, yes that's also <laughs> that's also an option it's true okay I don't want to get into it either but there we'll talk about it later option. wink yes. wink when chat isn't here wink 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 <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, and that was the end of episode 38 and closing us out for the month of DNR content Jeez, uh, it is a so next month we have a lot of stuff coming up for you. There is a uh, there's a great group A coming up. Uh, where you guys, yeah, there, there, uh, there is a uh, there's a group C coming up. Uh, what and... the fuck is happening? <laughs> I feel like something I got, awful so... is happening. I got some snaps from Lisa, 
and some of them were very high, and then some of them were very low, and I just don't know what to believe. <laughs> <laughs> this is all manufactured. This is all like <laughs> getting hype ready, which I'm totally on board for, by the way. Right. I'm totally yes. into it. Yeah. Um, I so speaking of meta, that okay. The group C is stuff happens in the group C, but whatever. But recording that fucking session was the worst thing. I I don't know what it was. Skype dropped several times. The recording is in a bunch of different pieces. Poor Bree's sorting through that right now. It's over like three, three and a half hours of audio. No. The group A that I'm editing is in two different pieces because <laughs> I just started spontaneously vomiting on the first part of it. And then the second part we recorded two weeks later. See if you can spot where the cut is. At least it was only five <laughs> minutes. We only got five minutes in, guys. Well, now you just spoiled it for him, Susan. Oh, five to ten minutes. See if you can spot it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anywho. Um, yeah, no. Uh, but damn good sessions when we actually got a chance to sit down and play. Uh, and yeah, man, do you guys want to get to some Therian feedback and, uh, answer some, some, yeah. some questions and opinions and stuff like that? From did we, our... did we address everything for the episodes for I chat and everything? I think so. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about anything from these episodes before we move on? I don't know. I love you both. You both are awesome. Aw. Thank you, Susan. We love you too. Love. <laughs> we love we love listening to you. Get in here. Get in here for this hug. Oh, I'm in there. Come on, everyone. Yeah, Jason, Bree. I'm on. indifferent in to Susan. I, I, no. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. There's room. There's the, Susan's there's room. an acquired taste. I just haven't got there yet, but I'll get there. Whatever. <laughs> one one shot. <laughs> Good God, Therian feedback. Oh, the first few are from Michael. Uh, Michael says, "Group C. There are no Group C members here, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna answer for them." Yeah, uh, we are gonna make up a bunch. Of we're stuff. gonna make up <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> Just breeze <laughs> in the chat, but yeah, I'll, I'll take breeze answer. But here we go. Uh, group C. You guys got punked. Heart. Do people still use the phrase punked? Apparently. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm, I'm High not... five, Ian. But if you want to go on a mission of revenge, then your next question to Jason is, how old is this note? Because if it's 200 years old, then you might have difficulty getting even with these jerks. Unless they're elves or vampires or something. T- who knows? What do you guys <laughs> think? What? Okay. So... Right now, we know exceptionally little uh, on the show about the Royals. Uh, essentially, all we have to go on is a note. What do you guys think? <sighs> Who are they? Where do they come from? What are they doing? How old is this note? What's up? Uh, well, their leader is Lord. We know that. Yep. <laughs> because they are royals. <laughs> and they revolutionized the pop industry in yeah. the late 2000s. Okay. So okay. we know that about them. That's canon. Um, yep. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. I mean, 
Yeah, I, 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 that's uh, that. I, I talked about it already. I think it'd be an interesting idea for a quest and to see where it goes, you know. But that's up to Group C to chomp on. Yeah, um, that's totally up to them. I don't know. Yeah. And the really cool thing is they have like an open quest book. They only have that one, like you know. Oh, if we could get to it, quest. Let's deliver this message. But that's eh. true. But they don't really have much going on. So. Well, here's the thing. I feel like their the start of their adventure was let's get out and see the world. Cough, mm-hmm. cough, disease, yeah. and then it was yeah. just yeah. Horrible torture. Thing. Vegas, right? Yeah. <laughs> so now I feel like um, I feel like they're catching a break in terms of like, well, now what do you feel like doing that that thing? Yeah, yeah. Now that you're uh, now that you're up to a hundred percent. Like just go out and go for it. I I do really like the little dungeon crawl that they did though. Like I felt that was just a lot. It was really fun to listen to. Mm. Yes, it was good to just like listen to that kind of D and D being played um, within you know within this the the community and the and the way that people play it. But um, yeah, it's really it was good to listen to. I. Good job. Good job. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. <laughs> Good job, Jason. I I didn't do anything. I just I just threw things. Oh up come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like I like yeah, it's it's up to them to find it. They they found it. That's the hard part. No, but you, you fucking like you, you know made a classic things? dungeon crawl. Every That's like... always yes, I know. And that's fun. That's super fun. It's just that stuff is littered around the world and most of the time it's like Oh, next time maybe. That was like, ooh, yeah. like that was that was yeah. I, I don't get to do that. Jameson's in the chat. Hi, Jameson. Hey, Jameson. Man. We were just you... uh, talk. We were just talking you up a little bit, my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so you couldn't what? be here. I'm sorry, your power's out, dude. <laughs> so... No, that's James. <laughs> oh, James. Yeah, oh, Jameson okay. just ditched us. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that sounds like him, actually. Yeah. yeah. But we'll um, stop ta- saying nice nice things about him then. Oh okay. yeah, absolutely yeah. will. Fifteen out of ten stars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, to me or to him? <laughs> uh, just everything. <laughs> oh sweet. Uh, let's see. Group B. I absolutely love the crisis of conscience that you guys experienced over Tamara. It's sad to see the group divided over this issue, but it's a fascinating explana- uh, exploration of character. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the group reacts when they find out the truth about Ripley's escape, if they find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, the house that Tatiana lives in is made of glass, and she's throwing rocks everywhere, just saying. <laughs> that's that's the second person tonight that cut, like... I I definitely don't feel like Tatiana's a dick. Like, absolutely not. But no, no. that is interesting that she took such a hard stance over Tamara. And I I I don't know if the I, I don't know if the fang's gonna come up for you guys again. Okay, I mean, you might avoid the the divide completely. You might I don't know. What's Group B's plan for Donhurst? Oh, for Donhurst? Yeah. Do you have a plan for Donhurst? Do you have a plan for the Fang? Do you, what's what is okay? Besides finding out what happened to the refugees from Donhurst, what is Group B's plan? Because we discussed Group C basically has that. It's it's basically like delivering a message. Group A's heading to Donhurst. What's Group B doing besides surviving? Like, what's the plan? <laughs> I think they're gonna let Group A take care of it. Answered. <laughs> <laughs> 
asked and answered, my friend. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 yeah, go, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna, I'm only really looking not too far in the future. Like, I have a list of things to unpack in Donhurt. Nope, in Dern Hollow with all these D words. Um, like, I have a list that literally just says Ripley. Like, <laughs> what up with that? Do we still have to worry about that? What do you think, Tatiana? Maybe something will come out of it. Who knows? And then obviously, like, you know, Callum should just, like, get a new arm, right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's on my list. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there we'll get there um i thought I, I, I i've thought about it a lot about uh things that we can do um and probably in the in the very soon like the very soon we sit down i'll, I'll probably like propose it in game um uh so i don't want to like i don't want to spoil anything too much right but, uh but i mean i would say certainly like Calden is not done with the Fang. Calden's not done with the Fang or the Black Hand by a long shot. Oh yeah, the Mm-mm. Black Hand. Yeah. I'm, I'm. You, uh, never mind. <laughs> is that after I, the discourse? I love you. Yes. <laughs> no, I. I <laughs> it's one of those things. Like you guys, you. I mean. Uh, Whatever your plans are, obviously the dice have to cooperate and things like you're not – you can't account for things that you can't see coming and all that. So I'm interested in seeing how plans change on the fly and all that. I'm always interested to see that. But uh, yeah, I – the black hand seems like so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, uh, I Yeah. <laughs> And that's probably, I mean, that's the other, that's the other side of this coin that you just kind of stated is like, yeah, we'll, we'll have a plan. <laughs> Traditionally, it will go to the totally opposite way, but right. hey, that's totally fine. It's, that's good. I love it. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I just, so here's like a little sneaky for you guys. There's like a little bit of a time crunch happening that nobody knows about. So... I'll tell you about that afterwards, Calvin. Or Calvin, oh, that yeah, was revealed? Uh. Nope, there's... Uh, I have to talk to Jason about this, too, but there's something else. Ooh! Ooh I Ooh. love something else. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to be like, hey, um, can we talk character stuff? And I just, like, don't get around to it. I I don't know why I almost said, bitch, hit me up. I don't know why I just said, almost said that, but <laughs> seriously, bitch, hit me up. Give like, me on my I'm, sidekick. I'm, I'm right here. Like... <laughs> like yes i'm always ready to talk character stuff that's i that's... know i just been so busy <laughs> yeah jeez um uh, to go to kind of go back to the question I, I i i yeah who knows if we'll ever like find out about ripley and i imagine if we if we talk to him enough we will um but uh I've I've said it before, and I don't know if uh, Michael here has brought it up in the past. I think, but I think this issue has been brought up, and like, at least for my part, like I think Calden would be a, a lot more understanding about the situation than than uh, one might think. So we'll uh, we'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, yeah. If this didn't divide the party, then. Maybe we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are so talking after this, uh, after after 
after all these eavesdroppers are gone, we're so t- <laughs> <laughs> all these interlopers. Ah, uh, let's see. Finally, from Michael. T- <laughs> I forgot this is in here. Jason, you're absolutely right. Pineapple on pizza is the work of the devil, and this is coming from a vegetarian. Oh, my God. You're so uh, wrong. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired on live Twitch. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. You are correct. Um, is it just the no, flavor? Is it just the flavor bit. profile you don't like, or is it the idea of fruit? Okay, this is well, in general okay. to everyone. No, I like some fruit. Like I, I like like I texture's a big thing with me. Like I don't like pears because they're grainy. I don't like pineapples uh-huh. because they're like like wait, they wait, have wait. like veins you, in them. They're weird. They're just like you eh. don't like pineapples by themselves. No, <gasps> they're gross. I actually, I, I, you know what. You've never said that, and now I totally get where you're coming from about right? texture stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean you're still wrong about pineapple. That's fine. Look, you can. <laughs> but I do. Under, I do. I I see the other side now. Okay, thank you. I get. I guess I can like relate. I don't like beans because they're texture. So right. It's a, it's a very it's a texture thing for me, and I just don't. I don't know. Okay. I just, like it's just. I was coming down hard on you, but I don't like mushrooms for their texture, so... Okay, thank you. That's it. Here's the thing. I'll drink pineapple juice. Like, that's... Like, it's got a nice taste to it. I love orange juice. I can't bite into an orange because it's got a weird, squishy texture that's just like... Am I done uh, chewing this? I don't know what's going on. I love like, pulp. <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. Do you guys like so pulp? Good. Okay. I don't like things floating in my beverages. That's just me. I, I just <laughs> like orbs. If you can't eat your if you can't eat your orange juice with a spoon, then like what's the point? Jesus Christ, that's not a beverage. <laughs> <laughs> now you're so just you having a soup. sorbet. <laughs> a room temperature sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> so a soup like i was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god oh wow and the chat goes wild hold on a second <laughs> <laughs> you really hit the hot button issue that's the thing i haven't seen there was so no Jameson, de- jameson is talking about this burger and i haven't eaten yet so it's like killing oh, me because so it's good. so good yeah Okay. It's so fucking good, guys. I Where have. is it? Give a plug. We're not sponsored by them, but give them a plug. Uh, um, well, he's just talking Red about... Red Robin. Oh, is it, oh, Red is Robin? it the Red Robin? teriyaki oh. burger. Oh, Brie gets it all the time! Yes. It's got a slice of pineapple on it. It's got ter- teriyaki sauce in it. Mm. It was perfection. Mm. I'm so hungry now, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> so late. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, honestly, that was the most conversation we've gotten out of the topic all night, and it was about pineapple pizza. And let's, let's I, keep it up. Let's keep it going. Here's the thing, though: yeah. we well, could bring this know. up next month and have it all over again because this has been a debate raging on in this podcast for years, <laughs> and it's never going to be finished. <laughs> um, this one's from Cole uh, slash Ink Splatter Architect um, uh, on our Discord and stuff. Uh, can you talk to us about the mechanic stuff <clears throat> behind Calden using new magic or trying to practice new magic? Mm. How did you and Jason decide to work that into the meta? Just curious. If the whole person spell was a preview of what is to come, I can't wait to see the finished product. And that's the thing I was talking to you about before we went live. I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, I mean, mechanically, there actually, like, 
all of the spells that you've seen uh, Calden do on the show are all from uh, you know our Therian list of spells. Like nothing is uh, different mechanically from the way that they're written, and a lot of I mean, and a lot of them are still like written as is from from some of the the wizard books. You know, the the big thing is I just add uh, my I just add flavor text to it, like magic right. missiles. You know, like. Magic missiles still do force damage, uh, and they don't do cold damage. But I, you know, I describe them as icicles because that's where Calden is. And the uh, the hold person spell that's like that's a spell that uh, I just got recently, um, and I was choosing those spells because because um, because of magic that uh, in, in the fiction, you know, like Calden's trying to like teach himself this very new magic and. We, Jason and I have been talking about that. We're com- like, we're coming up with something for that, but yeah. it doesn't have a mechanic as of yet. And because of that, that mechanic has not appeared on the show and hold person, um, has, uh, you know, I, I describe it the way I do because it's called in cold and ice and blah, blah, blah. But hold person is kind of just as is, but it was a spell I picked because I was thinking, you know, well, if Calden is going down this route, if he's teaching himself, then yeah, that would be a spell I would choose. So that's, that's really it. And I, I, for, for my part, I pictured it being like, Calden is so in touch with that, the, the 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 ice portion of it that that kind of affects spells that normally don't have an ice component like you talked about magic missile those are those are basically uh, flying like ice spears basically that type of thing mm-hmm. um and the whole person thing the frost covering somebody over i picture that as being like icing on the cake not their blood is frozen in their body and then you know what i mean cuz like that would yeah. kill a person <laughs> like yeah absolutely yeah and right. it's like any uh, any of those like flavor any of those like i like to describe the things that calden does that's one of the big kicks i get out of playing D, right. um whether he's casting a spell or not but like i do, none of it is world breaking and if it and if it ever was jason would be like uh actually no and then i'd be like okay never mind but well the only one cool. and i made a joke about it I, I made a joke about it before we started this but i made a joke about it on a living in theria was the frostetic arm <laughs> <laughs> I picture Calden as being like 98 pounds and he's lugging a 600 pound ice arm like RoboCop. <laughs> and it's like, that would be so cumbersome. <laughs> like, just... And it, and it totally is, but he just loves the look <laughs> of it. <laughs> I picture like one of his pecs being just so swole. Like he's just like, he's just constantly flexing. The body. Yeah. Every time he like has to pick it up, he's like uses his other arm just like uh, uh, <laughs> trying to move it around. It's totally worth it to blend in the public, and it's just ice, like it's a clink, like just yeah. thrown up on the bar. <laughs> yeah, just dripping down. Oh, that'd be good. God. Um, well, yeah, and I mean, it's not like because it gets to it's been destroyed a couple of times because it's right, not, doesn't. Yeah. And I think I made like when I when when we did that thing, I think I was like this. I made the point to be like, this is a non-functioning arm. This is (laughs) for aesthetics. (laughs) But you were very nice and let me get away with it. Yeah, and uh, dude, I'm not here to shit on anyone's creativity. Like I'm trying to. If something flat out just does not work 
for the world. And it's like, actually, like, like, okay, we're starting a second Therian, uh, Therian group uh, for, for Patreon. I know I'm going to have to, like, you know, six brand new characters starting out that haven't been on the show. It's like, okay, I'm going to have to say no to a few of you. But I try to say, no, but we could do this. And it's kind of similar. I don't want to just flat out, like, crush someone's hopes and dreams. That's never fun. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that and that doesn't happen. Not in our, <clears throat> not in our game. For sure. And there's a oh man, I've been wanting to. I've got the spell ice knife, and I've been wanting to use it and describe it for so long. But y'all motherfuckers just keep getting in the way. <laughs> Maybe I'll use it way. before you get a chance to. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I also have ice knife. Hey, we should do like a combo attack kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like combo spell. Okay. Ooh. What do you think? Hit <clears throat> me uh, up for this. <laughs> does right. anyone in the chat have anything to say before we close stuff out? Any questions to ask uh, either uh, uh, Karen, Susan, or Ian, or just a question about whatever before we uh, before we wrap stuff up for the evening? Um, while we're waiting on that, uh, thank you guys. We have, we have seen Patreon go nuts over the last couple of months and thank you guys so much. We're, we're hitting a bunch of milestones. We're getting ready to, we actually added a new one for like 5,000 and like we're, we're, we're trying to prep stuff. Um, I was talking, I, I don't think I said anything on I don't know if we were live yet or not, but one of the milestones I'd like to do is drunk D and D where we just sit and It'd be a one shot and we just get hammered and play and see what happens, um, which is kind of a rare chance for us to let our hair down and make fools of ourselves. Uh, and I think that would be really fun. I'm so excited for that. I would do it. <laughs> I would totally do it. <clears throat> uh, Regender. I think that's how you say that. I'm not sure. Wanted to hear from Susan. What do you think might happen in Donhurst? Oof. we're gonna find a whole lot of nothing <laughs> but um we didn't want to meta it so we very much played our characters when choosing which mission so we all knew that there wasn't any well there might not be any demons there and it's probably just the fang or they probably left by now because it's been three weeks later uh-huh. but Going from our character's perspective, all of us hear demon and are like, shit, we got to take care of that. Mm. Um, but personally, I think even the thing would have gotten bored with it. Because hmm. it's been what? We'll probably get there like three Be weeks almost later. a month later, yeah. Three yes. or four weeks later, yeah. So six to eight weeks later? Don't know. It depends so, on how long it takes you guys to get through the divide. <laughs> If it mm-hmm. takes as long as Group B. Yeah, so get ready for next year when you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God. So. Uh, Jameson noted. I, I, I saw you volunteer. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, He's a man who can hold his liquor, too, so. Yeah, that's true. So we're going to have to. I imagine that the more, more inebriated he gets, the deeper his voice gets. And <laughs> I don't every, know. Yeah, for every beer. <laughs> I don't know if we can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll all just end up pregnant at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bree says, I want to be there, but I'm afraid to be there. <laughs> that would be really fun. Um, see, here's the thing. When I play a drinking game, I like rules. And when people change the rules halfway through, it's like, oh, I'm only taking half a shot. Because it's like, that enrages me and i don't know why it's just because i like i like the structure of rules and when that's changed <laughs> i'm i'm talking about brie that's that's the thing i i i am i got um, we got i got it yeah, yeah. And the thing is brie is an absolute lightweight and that's that's good but we've done a, let's say there's an infamous commentary uh where we we did inayasha and by the end of that i think she had nine or ten shots Oh my god. That's she was on the over floor. How long? Uh almost an hour and a half. Oh my <sighs> god. Yeah. Uh that was a rough time for Bree that day. <laughs> I do remember a time a couple years ago at Dragon Con where I did have to hide her drink from her. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and I had to bring her food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This makes Bree sound like a desperate alcoholic. (laughs) Which let's just call, you know, let's just lay it out on the table. This is an intervention. Defend herself. (laughs) But this is for your benefit, Bree. We are bringing help to you. (laughs) We all remember these things. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. You don't remember hitting Susan? That was a pretty big night. No, I, thought, I didn't say that. I'm saying it for you. It's time to speak up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is, this is a safe place where you can tell how Brie hurt yeah. you with her addiction. So are we going to start this episode with picking on Karen and then picking on, and then bookending it with picking on Brie? Because I don't appreciate this. <laughs> no, we're going to open it with Karen picking on me before we go live. Then we're going to parlay that into an episode. And I think that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> just us sniping at each other like wolves <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you guys so much uh for hanging out with us and uh and and just chatting about dnr episodes uh next week we'll be covering next actually next month sorry next month i believe i believe there are five mondays so expect Ooh. a little something extra in the feed um, if you are a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, then you've been hearing us play, uh, I must said Shadow of the Colossus. Why the fuck? You've heard oh. us play Curse of Strahd, which has been a blast. Uh, something really different. So yeah, expect something in the feed. But, um, do you guys have anything else to say before we get out of here? Uh, thank you all for coming and hanging out and chatting and drinking and doing all the things you do yeah and listening we're so doing that drunk dnd idea that seemed to take off in the chat, <laughs> i'm on board so. man oh, Me too. No. okay okay uh we'll see you guys next month for a brand new extended rest uh thank you guys bye 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 we really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Obviously, we do extended rest every single month, uh, and it looks like we're getting ready to add a call-in component to the show. It looks like we're about to pass that milestone pretty soon. So 
uh, you'll be able to call into the show at the end and uh, and talk to us live. And yeah, that'll either be a beautiful disaster or really, really cool. I, I don't know yet. But uh, we're also getting ready to post the big uh, wrestling uh, RPG thing that we did. Uh, we recorded something using the Worldwide Wrestling RPG mechanics, and that was a lot of fun. Can't wait to share that with you guys. Uh, we're working on all kinds of stuff each month for Patreon, so just swing on by, check into it, and uh, see what we got new for you guys. Really hope you guys enjoyed everything today. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Please keep your emails coming in. Make sure to review us on iTunes, all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll see you next week.